I'm Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott. And, and everything's, everything's Coming Up Podcast. Uh, this episode is uh, brought to you by a lot of things. The Highway 9 Bird <laughs> Sanctuary, um, Parents Land, where you will find TV Town, Hammock Land, and recipe-related <laughs> bumper cars. Um and where nothing can possibly go wrong. Possibly go wrong. That was the first thing that went wrong. <laughs> uh, I'm so excited to talk about this episode. Uh, I'm surprised that no one's done it yet. Uh, and we have Ben Schwartz to thank. Hey. Yay. Hey. Hey. I just realized show. that I can show, I can, you guys want to listen to my outgoing voicemail messages? Yes, please. please. Imagine if I had nothing to it's do with unrelated. this. It's <laughs> unrelated. Like, it's just like Bing Rames being really cool. Like, you gotta listen to this. I wonder how I, I get to it. it. How do you think I get to my voicemail messages? Mm. All right, you guys keep talking. <laughs> listen, you nailed it with one of the best jokes in the episode, and I'm just gonna bring it down. Yeah, right really bring game. it down. Uh, you talk, and I'll figure it out while we're talking. Okay, we'll just talk amongst ourselves. No, you can talk to me. I can do two things at the same time very well. So, we're, of course, talking about itchy. Can't talk now. I'm looking this thing right. up. I right. apologize. So sorry. All right, I found so it. Sorry. Ready? Oh, great. <laughs> But the question is, how does it play? Main menu. Nope. <laughs> no! <laughs> this is it, guys. All right. Uh, by the end of this, I'll figure it out. Yeah, right, right, Okay, right. let's talk. Okay, good. Let's chat. Let's have a real good chat. Yeah, yeah. I'm so excited that you chose this episode because uh, I'm also kind of a Disneyland nerd, so I really love like all the jokes. I love Disneyland for. as well. Yeah. It's one of my favorite things, so I, that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why I picked it as well. Yeah. What are some other reasons that you picked it? <laughs> um, Ooh, good question. Um, well, I wanted to pick an episode that was more um, heartfelt, but this one is not. This is the opposite of the reason why I wanted to pick an episode. I wanted to pick like Maggie Makes Three or things like that or like... Uh, Lisa's first word or like um, Lisa's substitute yes the Dustin Hoffman episode all those things like mm-hmm. that make it the, I feel like cartoons or animated shows now don't do that as much have that huge heart in it and have that old school whatever but I picked this one because I remember when I was growing up this one made me laugh continuously throughout the entire thing and also shows you how to find a game the game in Disneyland and able to play it for almost 20 minutes which is insane <laughs> yeah which is the coolest thing in the fucking world um Oh, I have it as a voice memo. Guys, we're going to be great. Oh, oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, ready? I forgot that I... It'll be better because we waited. We also have... (laughs) Oh, this is also something I have a voice memo. Play us all your voice memos. You ever... I have so many. This is a new podcast. Um, Yeah, this will be the new comedian reading their tweets on stage. You ever heard that song, Black Widow? Did I ever do... Were you ever one of my shows when I did this? No. Mm -mm. There's a show... You know that show, that song, Black Widow? By, um... What's her name? Iggy Iggy Azalea? Maybe, yeah. It's this. This song? Hold up. <laughs> that oh, song? Yeah, yeah. Okay. oh, yeah. So now, one of my friends, Autumn Butler, who worked at Parks, who did uh, makeup on Parks, she made me realize that if you think about it instead of Black Widow, and you think about it like a Black Widow baby, like oh, a little, yeah. that it's one of the funniest songs in the universe. <laughs> in, literally in the universe. All right, so this is that. Now, think about it like she's saying Black Little Baby with a W, like Black Widow baby. Okay, okay. All right, here. <laughs> <laughs> and then like holding it and shaking it to the beat I mean it's everything you want you're right though I'm gonna have to go through all of these one by one to find there's right? no way it's so it fits so well for this podcast I wish I had thought can about it can you give us a hint no cause I want you to just hear it cause I think you'd appreciate it so much if you just heard it but for me I to go through these it. half of these right. are just me thinking of movie ideas and they'd be so embarrassing <laughs> it would be the most embarrassing process of my life well this is like classic radio I feel like people yeah. in the 40s had the same exact <laughs> must, problem must <laughs> alright so those are the reasons why I picked that and I do love Disneyland and a lot mm-hmm. of my favorite jokes one of my favorite jokes of all time is that Bort joke yeah. the Bort license plate and then how they call it back like 10 minutes many later many times Yeah, it makes me so happy and then how you started the show is one of my favorite jokes as well oh, the yeah. possibly yeah oh it's so good and by the way it makes fun of Disneyland then it makes fun of Jurassic Park they make I'm fun of Jurassic so Park many different things yeah oh god yeah it's... and the cadence in which they talk is very similar to the cadence in which I write probably because of the Simpsons in that mm-hmm. like there's a beat where they drive they, they're like oh let's go to the, the Homer's like I'm gonna go take you guys on a shortcut and they cut to like right after the shortcut and they go let us never talk in the shortcut <laughs> And then their that car is, is so dilapidated. It's like the best fucking thing. A weird thing. like political banner. Can I that, curse or no? Oh yeah, I apologize. Do. I won't. We are, we are explicit. We got on the E rating. You haven't cursed once. 
well, we're it's early. I feel like if you guys curse, it'd be the most polite, lovely <laughs> curse. Can you guys tell one, know. just curse at each other once? Um, hey, fuck off. Nope. Hey, uh, screw you. No, and screw you is not a curse. Hey, Dagnabbit. Nope, you're literally cursing like a right, 1940s right. prospector. <laughs> So well, nothing is Well, shoot. Ah, Dagnabbit. My mom legitimately literally. says Dagnabbit. No. Yeah, that's her Dagnabbit. Oh, I don't know where she got it. I've been getting my nephew to say crumb bum a lot. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that coming out of a little face. <laughs> it's like, get out of here, you crumb bum. One of the yeah. jokes is I didn't uh, ever think about just because. Like I said, one of the jokes I didn't like, like you were going to start giving notes, <laughs> <laughs> notes to the Simpsons. One of the jokes I really thought we could have punched up a little this, bit. Yeah, one yeah. of the jokes I don't remember until watching it this morning was the fruits and vegetables in the car. Like, yeah, what is Oh yeah. my God. That one's, that one's great, but it is kind it's of so random. silly. How does someone, so would someone have to watch the episode right before listening to this podcast? Uh, the you know I we don't normally get like too nitty gritty. It's mostly what are the things that you remember and love about this episode. Got but it. there are some things that, that I that fruits and vegetable thing is so wonderful and yeah, specific. Yeah. I love and, it so much. And, <laughs> and you know, what's the attendance? He's like, we got another one. It happened again. It happened again. Yeah, it's Billy Face Teen, and that was kind of yeah. his uh, developing catchphrase. Do you know that Barack Obama plays that teen character? Of course, I know that. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is a Simpsons podcast. Ben, we're experts here. I apologize. <laughs> Uh, but of course, like you wouldn't have uh, known as a kid that that was obviously a, a drug smuggling joke with fruits right. and vegetables. Right. So it's just such a funny way that they kind of get around that. Yeah, uh, yeah I I love any time that The Simpsons has kids versus parents, and so I particularly like Parents Land. I really love The Simpsons parents being forced to deal with kids. It is very much like when you're when your parents take you to Disneyland. Like they're just like family, 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 and then after a certain point, they're just like, you know what? Yeah, <laughs> family time is maybe best spent separately. And I was like specifically making fun of Disney World's like Pleasure Island. Which oh yeah. Is a Wait, real would your parents let you guys just run loose in Disneyland? No, but they. Would, I was going to say would that's let an crazy. Older sister. At a certain age, yes. I feel like we could. I don't know. Yeah, well, and we're not both ten and eight. No, no, not ten no. and eight. But also, this was a. Well, no, it was the, I was going to say, this was a simpler time. It was the same time. <laughs> you know they stay the same age for the entire show, right? Right, right, right. Like, they don't get older. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? I'm still making this work, but keep going. How, yeah. how old were you when you watched this episode for the first time, Ben? What year was it out? This was 1994. 1994, so it's 13. 13. Cool. Prime Simpsons age. Real bar mitzvah age. Yeah, yeah, real good. Sweet, sweet bar mitzvah yeah. age. Did, yeah. you, did you find that you related to Bart or Lisa more? Um, I don't know if it's I related either. to anything. I think I loved I loved watching Bart, and then as I got older, I loved watching Homer, and I only I loved Homer. Bart, yeah. got, I was like, all right, I get Bart's thing. Homer can go for I don't know why, but Homer, I Homer made me laugh so hard. But the side characters always made me laugh. Like Krusty made me laugh. I loved Millhouse. Like, oh yeah, I'm a huge. So all that stuff uh, coming up, all that stuff, I loved so much. Yeah, we just had. Oh, that. I got it. All right, oh, ready? Perfect. It took that whole time. All right, this is my outgoing voice message. Ready? I hope it's the wrong one. Oh my god, watch it be like something <laughs> terrible. <laughs> really embarrassing. Interior. All right, ready? My bedroom. <laughs> hey, Ben is in here, but guess what? Everything's coming up, Middlehouse. <laughs> that That's is your my voicemail. Voice message, yeah. That How did is you get that? Wonderful. Um. Um, I w- I I met Pamela, who does uh-huh. it, Pamela Hayden, mm-hmm. right? Pamela Hayden does that voice, I yeah. believe. Correct, yeah. Very, very sweet. And I met her a couple times. I've been to a couple of Simpsons table reads for different reasons. And um, I always was too nervous to ask her to do it because I was like, oh, I, I just don't want to. I don't want to bother her. I was so afraid of bothering her. And then um, I was in a place where it was like where the recordings happened and stuff like that. And I was sitting down talking to one of the writers. And she passed by and she came up to me. She's like, oh, I'm a fan of yours. I really like your work. I was like, oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry. Can I ask you something? But, like, the only way this would have happened is if you said something to me first. Right. And she And so she did it. And I was like, she's like, what do you want me to say? And I was like, oh, um. And I didn't. I was like, uh, she's, I was like, um, I don't know. Maybe something with, like, everything's coming up. Millhouse. And she, I was like, you, you'll figure. She's like, oh, I got it. I was like, yeah, of course. Yes, of course. Of course. <laughs> you play the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Anything you want to say. Just if you end it with a. Uh, 
everything's coming up Millhouse, and she did, and it was. I've had that for seven months. I can't imagine that changing. That's wonderful. Yeah. No, yeah. how could you? I mean, I don't know. I don't know what different character in my life would take the place <laughs> of that. She was so lovely and did it so well and so quickly, and it was over in two seconds. Oh, uh, I yeah. love that. I I love 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 hearing that the Simpsons people are good people. There's nothing that makes me happy. She was so mm-hmm. sweet. She yeah. was so lovely. Yeah. Um, and for those that don't know, uh, you hosted the uh, kind of live stream. Yeah, you were on it. Which I was on, yeah. I did and a live stream of The Simpsons, and so we did, what do you think, it was eight hours, 12 hours? Yeah. It might be it was a, a long time. It was a, lot, it was a lot of time, and we live streamed on YouTube, and it got like 12,000 live views or whatever it was, which is very exciting for like that. It, it was done in the last second. Yeah. And we got all the writers, we got almost literally all the writers, and like, um, a producers and the casting director and we it was just so fun and then we got people to play characters and Allie came and played songs and it was very fun especially it was right when they released all the episodes on yeah, the FXX marathon yes time. so we were watching live with them and it was awesome that was so fun yeah was there anything in particular that really stuck with you from that other I mean or, or it might have just been one writer in particular there was Bonnie who's a casting director and producer and the first person I met that had anything to do with the Simpsons years ago because uh, she watched a show called Undercovers that I was on, which very few people watched, but she, her, her family and her were a fan of it. She um, said that Bart's name wasn't Bart at the beginning. Do you remember? What? Oh yeah, you got to listen to it. It was like Mort. It was something. It was something crazy. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Mort. It was. You got to. So go go on my website. Wait, are you just saying Bort? No, I wish it was. And by the way, maybe it we wasn't are, Mort. We are out of Mort license plates. I repeat, we are out of well. Mort license well. plates. No. But if you go, I forget what he it's was called. B is funnier than M. That's true. B is a funnier sound than M. Yeah. M is too like mm. oh, it's punchier. Yeah. 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 Um, but if you go on my website, you find that thing. I marked it off by people. And if you look at Bonnie's thing, her stuff is insane. It's oh, amazing. I, I missed yeah. that. That's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you were watching the show as a 13-year-old, you, I mean, for us, like, we were just little, little kids. So, you know, it was very easy to just get very immersed in the world. Were you already kind of watching it with the ideas of becoming someone who would become uh, a, a comedian and a writer? No, I never thought about being an actor. Right, That's not a th- My family is from New York. We were living in Riverdale at the time, which is the northern part of the Bronx. And uh, my dad was working in real estate. He just worked in social work in the YMHA. My mom was a Bronx school teacher. Mm-hmm. So these are not, I mean, there's, we don't know any actors. Or, that's not a thing. It was right. like an astronaut. <laughs> it's literally like an astronaut. Like, right, oh, right. I know those jobs exist, but nobody becomes those things. Right. right. So went went through high school, went through college with a psychology, anthropology degree, didn't do anything there. And then senior college, I had a girlfriend at the time who pushed me to audition for the improv team because I was too afraid to audition because I was afraid of failing. And then if yeah. everybody told me I wasn't funny, I'd be so sad. Mm-hmm. So um, I was really scared. So I didn't do it. And she pushed me to do it. Then I started doing improv. And then from there is when I started trying. Yeah. But I this is that. never, never. It was just joy. But I would watch like SNL and stuff like that and be like, look at the people. I, I always remember watching the end of SNL and them waving at the end. <laughs> and that for some reason being yeah. like, it meant so much to me. I like watching. They like, stuck around to say hi to you? No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, like when you're watching on TV, when right, you're watching right, on right. TV and like all, you know, at the end they're like, goodbye. And then they play the music yeah. and they all, for some reason that I was like, I want to do that one day. Right. I, I always felt that. I always felt such like, connection and, and I'm not jealousy whatever the positive term of jealousy is of the person that was on stage is like oh he right, gets to do or right, she gets right, to do right. that you're excited um, yeah but so before I was acting or anything I always looked at those people and you know thought of them as gods almost <laughs> and when you did start doing comedy and writing did you were there everybody moments? should know that you're kind of doing a spooning I you're am, like feeding yeah. her mo- her <laughs> yeah, movement right now when she gets that. in the talk and Julie really <laughs> talks about like eating she's miming a lot of eating stuff yeah, listen it's in the morning that we're recording this and perhaps that's related to <laughs> it's it it's 10am I don't. That's still the morning. Um, morning. I was. I was going to ask uh, when you started writing. Were there moments in your writing where you saw the clear connection of the Simpsons influence? Like, oh, this is a joke that, like, yeah. I'm sure I've seen on the Simpsons or oh, this, never the cadence. Not actually cadence. Jokes. Yes, yeah. cadence always. The, the mm-hmm. way in which my my characters talk, or the way in which. Uh, the the way they talk about maybe pop culture references or things happening like the fruits and vegetable thing is perfect. I, I started off writing sketch, so mm-hmm. that was I was very much ingrained in that world of so that fruits and vegetables thing. Just like it's it's that uh, idea of you know when you go to the border they ask you if you have any fruits or vegetables and mm-hmm. you know nobody ever gives a, what happens if Homer was that person <laughs> who and he had a pamphlet that say how to you know how to get rich by st- you know what I mean yeah. that those quick little beats or those jokes being like possibly go wrong stuff like that hugely influenced me mm-hmm. and in all the movies that I'm writing now for different places 
always. A lot of my dialogue and the way that um, characters happen and stuff like that. Yeah. It's really fun to jump around on this podcast to different episodes from different seasons because we it becomes so clear uh, what a season two episode looks like versus a season six episode. And right. it becomes so absurd around this time. I mean, obviously, this is <laughs> this It gets wackier. It is definitely getting <laughs> wackier. Yeah. And, you know, not this is not a Treehouse of Horror episode, but in mm-hmm. many ways it feels like it because the Simpsons are actually being threatened. Like Also, they're stepping outside of Springfield. And so any mm-hmm. time oh, that, that episode happens, you know, you know, like an episode like this or um, Bart versus um, Australia. Australia. Yeah. You're going to see a different kind of joke. I'm doing that turning thing again. <laughs> I apologize. No, You're going like to be in your head now. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't think you should ever stop. I think it's oh, good, part cool. of who you are. I wish cool. people could see it. <laughs> yeah. So maybe if there's a picture or like a gif, let's right, video right. you before. Okay, cool, cool. Let's get one quick video of it. Oh, great. Thing. Yeah. Sure, of course. Please. Let's <laughs> Please. You can have course. the audio of Julia doing that as your outgoing message. I would love that. <laughs> just nothing. Yeah, but, just but a like, but, but, Yeah, a gentle You wind. know that that's what's happening. Awesome. What about this episode is something that has stuck with you since? Since you saw it last. I know that you revisited it for this podcast, but... Uh, the Bort stuff. I have a Bort keychain. Yeah. yeah I think from, you should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that, that joke, I feel like... That's a perfect example of something that I latched on to because it's the whole idea of... Just the absurdity of being like, uh, oh, Bort, who the hell is Bort? And 13 people around them are named Bort. <laughs> right, right. That's my something that's named in Bort. my, oh my God, it's the <laughs> yeah. best. God, I imagine the writer's room for this episode was just like, all right, everybody write down every single Disneyland experience you've ever had. Yes. Or like, you or know, any, frustration or theme parks, whatever. every funny joke you've ever come up with. Like, this, <laughs> yeah, this episode yeah. is beat for It has every funny beat. joke. Right. It keeps going and it moves at such a fast pace and it's kind of crazy like how much they get in in one episode. Like, there were three minutes left of the episode before the killer robots even come into play yeah it's amazing that they fit so much in but that term also the whole idea of like um, inventing something that's like bort nobody's named bort and then immediately 100 people are named bort right, is right. in a lot of the sketches i did and stuff like that like that no or like you know someone being i don't have an example in my head because i'm forgetting a lot lately but okay that's a whole different podcast <laughs> that about weed? i know i've never smoked i've never done ah. drugs before um but uh, truly that's great uh but it's like there, there's like things where you like invent something like that where like, oh, you know, nobody's named Bort and then literally everybody's named Bort. Right. Things like that in sketches I've done so often where they'll say something like, uh, you know, oh God, we're going to be fine unless, you know, like a giant robot attacks and obviously knock, knock, knock. <laughs> right. like, are you serious? In improv, <laughs> that stuff happens so often because it right. makes the stakes immediate and you can get a game so quickly. So yeah. it happens in improv a ton. Yeah. And it's such a direct way to yes and. Yes, no. that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Do you improvise as well? No, I just do stand-up. <laughs> no, I just know what yes and means. <laughs> <laughs> I taught improv to kids, um, but I'm not good at it, and they quickly became better than me. So, oh, yeah. the kids, the little kids did? <laughs> they were, well, they were like middle school age. That's so. still small. That's a young Yeah, young I was children. like, uh, we're going to stop doing this now. I like it. Perfect. Yeah, I volunteered at camp in the summer sometimes. Which camp? It's a YMCA camp called Camp Whittle. Oh. Yeah. But I've started, like, I've uh, stopped. Like Black Whittle. Like yeah, a black, like widow, black baby. widow babe. Way to bring it around. Hey, thanks. Not to the Simpsons, just something else. Um, one of the things that I love in this episode, speaking of like you create you create these situations based on a joke, mm-hmm. is when Marge says, just like, I just wish I could crawl in a hole and die. And like, oh, into the hole. hole. It was a figure of speech. That's exactly right. Like yeah. stuff like that I think is so funny and is so prevalent in all the stuff that I write and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And also, by the way, half the TV shows we watch and stuff like that. Parks has a big influence, I feel like, from that. Scully worked on Parks also, but like a lot of shows do that. The Office, the American version of The Office, I feel like, have beats of that. I feel like this, the way that this, the rhythm of this really helped writing in different TV shows and stuff for years to come. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's such an influential show. That's like, San- you ever watched Larry Sanders? Yes, definitely. Larry Sanders is a big influence on half the shows that are out right now, too. Right. It's great to see that trickle effect, too, that, like, it comes from... Uh, well, Josh Weinstein was on our show um, last time, and he was talking about all the shows that, like, SCTV were shows that they were trying yeah. to, um, you know, bring influences from. And or even how, just things they read, like Mad Magazine. Yeah, yeah, and how it's, like, he understands that now this next generation of, you know, TV writers and comedy writers are influenced by The Simpsons and other things, and sort of seeing the different generations of that. I wonder what the next thing to influence people is yeah i hope it's not youtube 
It's definitely Vine. <laughs> oh my god, is that what it is for real, you think? I, really, I don't know. I just saw Periscope. Have you guys seen Periscope? No, what I have is not that? yet, but I've so I Periscope can't is like it. a live video feed. So like Ali can go on her phone right now and press Periscope and just live feed it to everybody that wants to watch. So mm-hmm. immediately people can watch it, then it saves it for whatever. But um, it's crazy. There's so many new things. I feel like it's so hard to keep up with everything. Yeah, absolutely. It becomes draining, and then you spend so much time doing it that you have no time to live. Yeah, right. and it's kind of the Wild West right now with, like, you know, TV networks not really knowing what is going to be the next big thing. It could be, like, yeah. let's invest everything in Vine. Let's invest everything in YouTube. It's, yeah. yeah you know, the- to be fair, though, I think Periscope is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although you could spy on people, which is terrible. You could live yeah, spy on little, people. Yeah, that's a little eerie. Like, if you guys are in the kitchen and you have no idea that I'm filming you, I could be filming you, and you could be talking. That's something you don't want anybody hearing. Right. The spoon the thing is already up on Twitter. Spoon oh, really? thing? Yeah, dude. Oh. Everybody's talking about this spoon Damn thing. It. <laughs> Will it get me famous? Yeah. Oh, cool. You're All right. Well, then I'm, I'm fine with you it. You do a lot of Quaker Oats commercials, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheerios commercials. Oh, okay. That sounds yeah. better than uh, everything else I'm doing. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> Uh, one thing that I particularly love, since we've talked about Disneyland a bunch in this, is the Roger Meyer senior character, yeah. uh, who obviously is Walt Disney. Yes. But it's so great when the Simpsons get political, because mm-hmm. they do it in a way that is amazingly not preachy. Like, they, they're able to say... It's playful. Yes, it yeah. is. And it, and it lets them get away with a lot, because they are saying, essentially, <laughs> you know, this guy was a Nazi. <laughs> like, I this think guy... you can get away with murder when your <laughs> family guy does it also. You can, if you're animated, you can get away with way more stuff than if the three of us are in a TV show and we say this stuff. Why do you right. think that is? Because it's not Less attached human? to real human beings. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not a human being saying it. It's not, right. it's a world that's not ours. It's totally made up. And also, in this world, uh, dress, you know, dinosaurs exist something you know what i mean like right, we're like right, right. elephants you know things are so absurd that it's a world whatever but i think the best episodes are the ones that remain based in the in the simpsons world that feel like a real town right. and then something ludicrous happens just for a second and goes away. Mm-hmm. i love that what are your disneyland specific jokes in this episode like the the disney dollar play or you know oh my god it's not this episode remember uh, what episode was it where lisa drinks the water I oh yeah, when they go that. to Duff Gardens. Yes, my goodness, <laughs> I am the I love lizard that queen. Too. Oh, <laughs> that's really my great one. goodness. Mm-hmm. There's a Legoland one too, Blackoland. Blackoland, I love. Do you remember the Blackoland commercial or Blackoland mm-hmm. episode? They go, they're going to Blackoland, and all the wheels are made of like squares, uh-huh. and so the things can't move correctly, and <laughs> right. everything. It's so funny. I love that. So do you? Do you still watch The Simpsons? I watch. By the way, I'll watch newer ones, and whenever I've been to a table read, I think they're hilarious. Mm-hmm. I think Selman and all those people are great and amazing. Oh, yeah. Prince and all about Price and all those guys, um, but it's like. Um, I feel like I used to go to sleep to a Simpsons episode every night. Mm-hmm. So I would watch. Um, I have all the DVDs, which they've stopped making, by the way. Yeah, right. rest Just in peace. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. But I have like from season one till when they stopped making them. And I used to fall asleep to them because I, to fall asleep to that is easy because I know what happens. If right. I fall asleep to something I've never seen before, right. your I brain's have to working keep, too hard. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the DVDs for a second. Yeah. Uh, I assume, well, Julia, I know you have them. I have them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to talk about and this is this is just for fun, but I want to talk about how. Oh, this is just for fun. <laughs> no, everything, everything else was super everything serious. else yeah. is really this serious. This is off the record. Okay, let's okay. get real. Okay, fine. Yeah, sure. Well, got, just for fun and real is very different. But <laughs> okay. I got really uh, mad when The Simpsons came out uh, with the DVDs that were shaped like their heads. Do you because guys remember when you this? put them away, they don't work for a collector. I know. I agree. <laughs> so my dad and I sent them back, and it was like boxes, please. Really? <laughs> they gave us the box ones. They oh, exist, so cool. we got them back, and it was very That's exciting. hilarious. So I cherish them, and I'll always have them. <laughs> I agree. I'm really glad you brought that up. <laughs> hey, thanks. Uh, I do the same thing. I watch them call. I used to get the ones that shape, and then when you get to choose, I chose the other ones. Gotta choose. I mean... Because if you have, like, I have a little... You're right. I have a little yeah. collection. Uh, they're all stacked up and everything. Yeah. yeah. What, are you, what are you doing to me? What are you talking about? Why are you doing this? Who are you yelling at? Yeah. Julia. The royal why would Julia take the... Bro- That's terrible. Julia, why'd you do that? Uh, you know, I was bored. You know I what? I just don't like improv. it. Oh yeah. my God. The spoon something. thing was getting old. The spoon thing was getting old. Yeah. I basically lived out the I didn't do it episode. <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks. <laughs> I really love... Um, so we talked about that it, it goes into uh, Disneyland stuff. I but love- hey, whenever there's a little bit of air, both of you girls look at these huge Simpsons textbooks. <laughs> Like fucking fourth graders, and are like, there's a little bit of air, and you see the, everybody is smiling, connecting with each other. And the second there's an air, both of them, their eyes dash the thing, like, oh my god, we gotta think of something to talk about now. And then they, they give each other time by saying, you know what I really like, but they have no idea what they're gonna say yet. Like, you know Let's what talk about re- my I really DVD preferences. With? Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, okay, so we both bought the Simpsons World huge anthologies, like real, like spider crushing anthologies. How much do they cost? <laughs> I got mine as a gift, so I don't know. Whoa, that's Whoa. mean. Julia, my grandma, my pay? grandma got it for you. Mm. Didn't you have a family member get it for you? No, I bought it for like around a hundo, I think. I bet it oh, would actually, be. Actually, no, no. I think it retails for over a hundo, and then I got it on eBay for like 50 maybe. That makes me feel like my grandma loves me a lot. I had no idea. What's <laughs> on there? Like it just breaks down everything? <laughs> it breaks down every episode? Yeah, every single one. Well, every single one up until season 20, but I <clears throat> I used to have the one that was 1 through 10, which was uh, which is around like where it's I pretty really thick, was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty thick. That thing is this. But it's pretty thick. <laughs> really well, competitive about your book. No, 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 no. I, 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 I just that's pretty I, good. I, I like, like stupid this, books. <laughs> I like this because it's sort of like, I don't know, I, I don't find a lot of opportunities to go through this book in my spare time, so this feels sort of being productive. I get it. And it feels very academic, too. I love it. I think so, it's brilliant. Yeah. Ben, yeah. why don't you fill the air a little bit since we have a hard time communicating? Sure, what do you want to talk about? Let's uh, talk about anything. Simpsons. Sure, give me a topic. Uh, what are just what are some of your favorite episodes? <laughs> You've asked that already. No, you said heartwarming episodes. Oh, you're right. I'm, I, I want to know what what are uh, actually Barbershop Quartet. <laughs> one of my favorite ones in and, the and universe. And give us give us a reason and a joke from. Them. I love the oh, joke from them. There's a billion. There's one where I think George Harrison comes behind Homer and um. It's just, been done. The episode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and also when he's eating all the brownies and he goes, "What a nice oh, guy." Yeah. Yeah. That I love them singing for some reason. I like singing. So I love them yeah, singing. Yeah, yeah. Um, their music is so good. Oh, and the beats are so funny. And the auditions, the auditions for the new singer after mm-hmm. uh, Wiggum gets canned is <laughs> so funny. I like a lot of stuff. I like stuff, like Flaming Moe's I thought was a very fun episode. Um, but I remember the Barbershop Quartet. I've watched that probably more than any other episode. Yeah. I think. And you said that that's, is that what you said that you talked about with uh, yeah, Growing? Yeah, I did a, did a thing where I had to dissect an episode and we went on Barbershop Quartet. And we watched it. While we watched it, we did like commentary on what was happening. As a kid, did you realize what the reference was? No, nope, not at all. Mm-hmm. I knew the Beatles existed. I knew, but I there's so like I didn't know the outdoor concert. I didn't know, you know, I was really young. I didn't really, I wasn't hip with all that stuff. Speaking of outdoor concert, uh, you went to the Bowl show. Oh my uh, God! How good wasn't was that? that? Oh my God! Did you yeah. go? Yeah, yeah. It was, we went together. Yeah, it was. Cried sweet. twice. Cried when it started. Cried when they sang uh, "Lisa, It's Your Birthday." It was <laughs> so good. Mm-hmm. They did such a good job with that. I yeah. really, really yeah. enjoy that. And Weird Al killed it. Weird Al, was great. he was so good. He had so much energy. It, it was, was great. so. He's great. Yeah, man, I really enjoy that. I remember going and being so. It happened right after the thing right after yeah right our, after the marathon yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh but i was psyched and i went with two people who i went with three people and i think some of them were okay simpsons fans and they still loved it one of them oh, yeah was de- oh no was this this concert i think so one of them is deadly afraid of balloons oh, oh no. no and there was there's a giant blinky uh like inflatable i don't know balloon. if it was this concert we went to a couple concerts at the hollow bowl together but my God, this girl who's so funny and sweet, she's really afraid of balloons. And then there was, if it was this or something else, there was a piece where all these balloons fell from the sky and she was like, <gasps> it was, What is she afraid of? I don't know. She's the sweetest, funniest person. Weird. She, it made me laugh so hard. It was like, it was literally like the Simpsons. Like there's no way balloons are going to fall down right, for no right, reason. Right. And every balloon fell down oh for a bit. And she Perfect. was like, oh. But Conan did a piece in that yeah. thing. It was so good. The monorail song. So good. So good. I remember so I was I did Conan that week or the week before as a guest on Conan, and so they they go so they do print interviews for each late night interview, mm-hmm. and I knew he was going to do the monorail song, so I was talking to Selma and everything. I was like, "Do you think you'd want to perform it with me on uh, Conan? Like, because I'll I know the words, we can do it together." And they went back and forth, and they go, "Maybe he might do it." I was like, "Really?" I was like, "Yeah." So like, I memorized the words and everything beforehand, and then uh, I, it didn't happen. Right, right. The piece was. Oh, too, you memorized all the words for nothing. Video, <laughs> if it did happen. And also, I was like, I wonder how we would do it together because he's going to be singing. I don't, it's acapella. I don't like or like. Would he sing? Would we have to rehearse? Would we have to? Book oh my god, that would have been a dream. I mean, yeah. what would have been cooler than that? Yeah, that'd be literally nothing. Yeah. It didn't happen, guys. Uh, uh, Look at your books. <laughs> Let's see. Well, I'm just wondering. What about life, guys? What are you guys up to? Uh, stuff and things. You know, I I think I've said. What troubles you the most in life right now? What makes you unhappy? Julia is really unhappy uh, about uh, the the '90s stuff that happened. In the oh yeah. Okay. So related to the Simpsons, uh, I had my mind blown by Nick Weiger, who told me that they readjusted the timeline so that now Homer and Marge have met in the '90s. How do you feel about that? Where did they meet before? '70s or '80s? '70s. 70s. 
which when is actually referenced that? here. When do they do that? Because they're supposed to still be in their 30s. And they do so a flashback episode kind of about how they meet uh, that's a little more recent and to make it kind of and work. And it's not the putt-putt thing? No, it's something completely different. And, and I'm Like Homer's in like a Nirvana-y type of band. And uh, it's, it's all really interesting. But I mean... I, what season? They do that. Lately, know, like, like within later. the last few years. That's so, I guess it would have to be if they're all that age. But I, it's so right. weird because we know how we, they met and everything like that. Um, yeah. It just feels like rejiggering the show's Bible. Like, it, it just feels wrong to me. That's interesting, by the way. Yeah. I, okay, so I would have to see it before I say anything. Something right. I haven't, we haven't <laughs> talked about on this show yet is uh, the idea of how The Simpsons would end. I mean, we've heard on Jibber Jab and different interviews with the writers, like, some of the ideas that they had for an mm-hmm. ending, uh, which wouldn't work now. They talked about having the reveal that uh, Homer is actually crusty, but that's when that really mattered a lot to Bart. Like, we don't really see Krusty hmm. as, like, this... Homer's this, not Krusty. That was going to be the reveal. There was there was talk. There's episodes for, where they're both in it. There's an episode where he pretends to take yeah, the clown, clown school. Yeah, the clown college, yeah. I have a toy, by the way, one of the nerdiest toys I have, given to me by Bonnie, who is the casting director, is it's on my uh, coffee table. It's It looks like only the true nerds know what it is. I always ask people who this is when they come in. And if they're real Simpsons fans, they'll know, like, super Simpsons fans. It's... Homer on the tricycle oh, yeah. dressed up as Krusty, but everybody in their right <laughs> mind would be like, that's Krusty. Krusty, but it's Krusty and he has the two things of hair. That's the only reason why it's Homer. Awesome. It is the nerdiest yeah. toy in the world. I love it. It's so cool. I love that episode too. It's a great, great episode. I'm seeing double for Krusty. <laughs> so good. Yeah, but before they got, before they really evolved the series, like they of course had to come up with ways that it was going to end. And mm-hmm. so before we got to episodes where you see them both, that was one of the ideas. Hmm. And, and the point is that now they can't do that so there's you know there there are conversations about how to end it there did was, josh talk about it like how they were going to end it or no. not no uh this is something that we have not talked about on the podcast yet and of course we have uh less insight than the writers on the show right but and, and since there's been such a changing of the guards from like you know writers in like seasons one through ten and now the writers that are writing the show now i'm sure that idea is constantly evolving how would you guys end it if you could end the mm. television show there was, uh, well, you know, it, clip shows are are cheesy, but I do like to remember how things went, even if I know it very, very well. So I really love when they do, like, uh, what was the number for the spectacular they did? Where the, was, like, 138th episodes. Yeah, like the 138th, or, like, maybe another short film is about Springfield type of thing. But Right. But I what's would, the last scene? So it wouldn't be clip show. I think show. the last scene would do something that was calling back to Simpsons roasting on open fire or the original Tracy Ullman run. Like I would want something oh, that really yeah, pulled good. back to to old roots. I think it would have to end in their house in their living room. Yeah, like maybe yeah. them all watching the TV. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. right, right. Like a moment and loving of each quiet. other. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It definitely ends on the family. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, everything else would be, I think, cheap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the show has gotten uh, really plot based and you know the episode it, it's funny because this episode is very plot based i mean there's it's yeah. it's pretty much a movie i mean <laughs> they, yeah. it is. they yeah, could have so made good. this a movie yeah 100 percent. you know chris pratt as bart mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh but that's all <laughs> uh but you know the as we've talked about the best simpsons moments are when it's it's very touching and uh, you know it is just the five of them kind of figuring it out uh, so I would love to see that, but I don't know if that works in the current day and age. But right. that's what I would want. What would you want, Julia? I have something similar to that. And I mean, not to completely rip off your answer, but I... Do I, it. I, but exactly what you <laughs> but said. exactly what Word you said. Word for word what you I said. I can't imagine it ending, though. Like, I just I don't know, know how in it fact, would ever end. I've, I haven't really thought about it. I feel like I'll die first. I think because I'm so... Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not as connected to the later seasons as I am to, like, say, seasons one through ten. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I don't know exactly what they're doing right now. So I wouldn't know <laughs> sort of where to track <laughs> the steps to what ending you, it now. What do you think they're doing right now that you missed? Um, <laughs> what has changed? What do you think has changed in the show? Like First of all, they're all robots. They're they all, all robots. have the ability to fly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I think that they, every episode has like a, a guest appearance by like Lady Gaga or well, Miley Cyrus. There are a lot of guest appearances. I feel like know. that. Lady Gaga and Marge Simpson kiss. Is that true? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Hot. Yeah. I remember uh, coming up with like when there was like a 14-4 modem and like if you wanted to 
see any like pictures that are risque it would be like you know i don't do you, i don't know if you guys even were around for this but it was like it would load slow slowly oh, and stuff yeah, like that yeah. and there was one of like marge totally naked like just marge totally naked and i was like what is going on and it was loading so slowly i was like what wait a second and like and it was just like, happening and then I didn't realize she was totally nude until the whole thing happened, and I was like, oh my god. It made her look very sexy. Right, right. But um, I remember, do you remember that? The 14-4 modem days. But I do like that you got Porno to... was very different back I, then. You at least got to the top or bottom half. Right. <laughs> but you're still like, she might be decent. That feels very Smithers. I like when you turn. Oh my <laughs> god, yes. Yeah, you're good at, you're god, good at yes. turning me on. Yeah, and comic book guy deals with that when he's trying to look at porn. It's the exact same thing. He's just yeah. waiting for it to load the whole time, but the internet's so slow. If you... Yeah a Simpsons episode would you base it around which character or do you have a plot you guys must in your head already know what you do or if you have you already written a spec Simpsons not episode the Simpsons. the Simpsons is something that I just cherish so deeply that I want nothing to do with it I only want to watch it yeah that's the thing whenever I write a spec of a show I feel like after I write a spec of it I really can't watch it for a while like I've really? consumed it a lot give me yeah. an example um, I wrote a spec for Bob's Burgers and oh, nice. Endings. Yeah, so after that, I it, I have I love Bob's know, Burgers by the way. Oh, it's so good. I it's think Bob's best. Burgers is awesome. Yeah, but after that, I had to take a break at least because I was just like so in the world of it for so yeah. long that I just needed to space it out. And I also think I have never attempted a Simpsons spec just because I kind of put it on like a platform. Same. Yeah. I would be so embarrassed so for for a writer who for the past fifteen years write to the show to read something I wrote and when they obviously know the characters way better than I could ever know them. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. It'd be interesting though. I wonder. Uh, Neil Campbell wrote one, didn't he? Yeah. Neil Campbell wrote mm-hmm. one. I think we have some friends that wrote one. One of the guys from College Humor wrote one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, but the character that I would do it on if I did would obviously be Lisa. Yeah? I mean, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Right. I'm do you know what you would do? Lisa too. I don't. I don't. Maybe she's vegan. <laughs> Isn't she vegan or no, she's vegetarian? Yeah, okay, that makes sense. That's the finale. She's just like, no more cheese. What's, what's the episode? <laughs> That's your huge reveal. The what's very last thing where she meets a freegan or something, and the Does character says, uh, "I don't need anything that casts a shadow." Oh, great line! Uh, yes, yeah. That's really funny. Yeah. Ugh, the show has the best freaking jokes in the universe. Yeah. What are some uh, quotes that you use daily or that you, you know, something that comes up often? Matt, like, if I'm talking to another nerd, uh, a Simpsons nerd like me, we go, we'll go into it. But I feel like the ones that uh, people who, people who watch a little bit, but not all of them, uh, these goggles do nothing. I feel like those, yeah. like these are, these are the broader strokes. <laughs> right, right. I'll you know do that I mean? if I see something on the internet that is really shocking. Like the goggles, they do nothing. <laughs> the goggles, they do nothing. That's huge. <laughs> What are what other famous ones? I do the board license plate one. We do all the time. Possible I go wrong. I do all the yeah. time with my friends. That that's an actual quote. That's one of the reasons why I picked this episode. What I love too is that that's not a Simpsons character. Like some of the best no. jokes are just jokes. Like it's yeah. amazing. Something that my sister and I do specifically from this episode. There's a shot of when uh, Bart and Lisa are begging their parents to let them go to Itchy and Scratchy Land, and they look at them <laughs> in like the most concerned, like mouth open, like oh no, come on, like looking. Well, it's also very can I pull deck? Can I have a pool deck? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. Ask and your mother. My, my yeah. sister and I will just do that <laughs> in our <laughs> life from being kids to now because I think my also my sister, she does that face really well. I so it always it. cracks me up. What are the quotes you guys do? I mean, I I put mine into songs. So mine, mine yeah. has always been everything's coming at Millhouse. I love that. And also, uh, what is it? My ankles. Oh, my shirt's chafing me. That one? No, my ankles are... Oh, the... But my something's <laughs> bone dry. Yeah, uh, my pants... My pants are soaked, but my ankles are bone dry. Cuffs are bone dry. Oh, Cuffs yeah, are bone yeah, dry. Yeah. Somewhere like that. But what's wet? <laughs> Shoes? Ankles are... I mean, that would make sense. Bone dry. Yeah, whatever. I remember that made me laugh a ton. Yeah. Millhouse makes me laugh so much. Oh, uh, I quoted this before once. Um... Uh, so this is what it sounds like when doves cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do that. Um, I do that a lot. Is this the untimely? Is this the untimely end of Millhouse? But I'm named Millhouse. What? what? All that stuff. That's a great Lemon episode. Of joy yeah. is I feel amazing. like I've used boo worms quite a bit. Yes, Boo-worms that is the most constant. popular. Yeah, I feel like that is uh, the boo-worms. most popular one. And yeah, and we'll that's also, a good subtle one to sneak into conversation with people who don't. Maybe they don't. Because people boo-worms. people get what you're saying. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, Were you saying boo or boo worms? I feel like I've said that many many times. Yeah. Also, um, I think about the uh, like Bart on the Road episode when they go to the Knoxville like 
tower. Um, I actually got to go to Knoxville last year and like got to like cruise past that tower and take a photo <laughs> and was very disappointed that there wasn't a wig store in it. I mean, I didn't think there wouldn't be. There would be. I mean, um, there was like a really bad fratty bar. But I think about um, <laughs> Nelson going, Andy Williams! All the time, and then that screen cap <laughs> His of him face. captivated. It's one of the funniest things I posted things that after we went to Simpsons Take the Bull, and was like, "Oh, cool! I found a photo that somebody took of me at Simpsons Take the Bull, and it was that's just perfect. Bad. Yeah, that really made me laugh. That's a good episode too. <sighs> it's so good. Oh, there's a great beat in this that I forgot. One of my one of the jokes that really made me laugh is Homer's about to fall asleep while he's driving, which, by the way, happens all the time. All the time. <laughs> there's another one where like the the car turns into a bed. Yeah, yeah, that one. It was so funny. Mm-hmm. But um, he's driving and he's like really tired. And Marge's like, "Pull over!" And he pull over. Let's go to a hotel. And he's like, "No, we don't have to." And then it shows the car spinning out of control and hitting a tree and getting in. Fi- in and, the, and then and Homer Bart- goes. Homer's like, or they're like, "Oh, thank God, we went to a hotel. It cuts to a hotel yeah, instead of them." Yeah, yeah it was like. Like the way that that flowed too, like beat by beat, was so perfect. So perfect. So funny. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it, as uh, Josh Weinstein said, like there are just a million different kinds of Simpsons jokes, and yeah. like this season and a little before is when we start getting into those really kind of like, what a joke! Like, <laughs> yeah, what a jokey a joke. He is responsible <laughs> for writing some of the best episodes of television, of television of all time. Him and Bill Oakley, man. Yeah. I mean, he's of all time, of yeah. all time, he's unbelievable. And then how nice! Oh, you guys met him again, but how right. nice was he on that pod on the he's on the live so cast? Nice. He was so lovely. Yeah. Well, he was talking to us about how excited he is that like the marathon really opened the doors for him realizing that there are so many fans of The Simpsons still yeah. because he said that even in like season four, season five, when the internet was like in a very like you know uh, early stage, early early stage, people would go out of their way, and it would take a long time, but people would go out of their way to shit on the show, Worst even still, ever. yeah. And that point and so he felt like not everybody would shit on it but he felt like he would get those responses first before seeing people you know respond to it well and so now understanding that there's a whole generation of people that were influenced by the simpsons he really saw that through the marathon by the way and also uh I don't know why I just made think crossover episodes, but when Jay Sherman comes in and does the movie marathon. Oh, yeah. Thing, a Star oh. Is by the way, I love The Critic. I thought it was really funny. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love Futurama. I've seen every episode of Futurama. I yeah. loved it. But um, I always think when they combine characters, it's terrible. But for some reason, that episode is so funny. Yeah. yeah. So funny. That's a Boo Earns episode. That's man getting hit by football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's so many good things. Yeah. Uh, and that episode, I, I forget who on the staff, but I was a lot just of people about to say it was didn't. against it. Yeah, a lot of mm-hmm. people didn't want it because they thought that it was really cheap. It I is cheesy. It it's Matt so cheesy. Training. Or, uh, or Denzel well. Brooks. But it, it, they it crushed came perfectly. Yeah. They Because yeah. they used the idea of his character instead of the character. Like, his character isn't the thing that drives it. The idea is that there's going to be a film festival in Springfield. All right. right. Now actually, we can do whatever we want. I actually thought, and I'm, I keep revealing on this podcast just how dumb of a kid I was. I thought that he was, that they gave that character a spinoff show. I didn't realize the critic was first. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. uh, but that happened so much in The Simpsons. Like, I wouldn't have known what anything was making fun of in any yeah, of the Yeah, it's all film Oh, when I was a sense. kid, I had no idea. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why it's a great show because even adults like it. Yeah, you can yeah. watch it again. You can get something totally different. Um, so if there were uh, an idea, it could be a moral or just a, kind of a synopsis for you to write on the blackboard as Bart, what would it be? A moral? Is it supposed to be a joke like he writes or it's supposed it to be, be a anything. touching thing? It could be anything that you kind of pulled from this episode. Uh, Pull from the episode? Mm-hmm. Or the podcast episode, something you've learned here today as a human like being. Like this? Okay, something that we've we've all learned and yeah. like absorbed between each other. Yeah, what can we take home today? Uh, you don't need you don't need utensils if you want to spoon up some food. <laughs> yeah. Right? Don't you think that's what we learned? I think that's what we learned. Yeah. I think you I think I learned you helped me to learn that. Yeah. On your behalf, name your voice guys, memos. I wanna to talk to you guys, not about the Simpsons, about what's going on. Okay. Yeah. You're very cheery and happy happy, right? You seem very yeah. positive and wonderful. You're scowling at us when you no, say No, I that. love it. But I wanna know what makes you unhappy. <laughs> I wanna <laughs> Do you guys fight ever? Do you guys like because you seem so calm and relaxed? Huh. What is what does it take to get you really unhappy? What's going on? We really dig each other. I yeah. mean, uh, we we became friends on and this has come up on the podcast because the Simpsons. Yeah, How we did had you a meet? friend. We went to a birthday party and right. we had a friend, uh, Will Weldon, who very uh, annoyingly said, or he was annoyed, said, uh, 
Allie, you like The Simpsons. You'd probably like Julia. Yeah, and then we <laughs> Sounds like a terrible person. <laughs> yeah. But he was right. He was and, right. uh, you know, uh, Julia was about to get her Simpsons tattoo. I you have a Simpsons tattoo? Very yeah. cool. Is it a place where I can look at it where it's not mean? Uh, no? I mean, mean, it's on my shoulder. Well, I, don't, I don't want to be revealing. Really. It's on my shoulder. It's um, uh, gummy, gummy Venus de Milo with a banner that says sweet, oh, sweet candy. How, do you have a picture of it so I can see I do, it? Yeah. All right, good. Afterwards, so you don't yeah. have to take off your shirt because that would be weird. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. By so, the way, what an awesome... So how many, is that the only tattoo you have? No, no, I have this. This is from the summer camp that I mentioned earlier. I've been going to the same summer camp since I was eight, and now I'm a director, and I teach so comedy cool. to kill okay. kids. It's the best, and I host Campfire, and it's like the best gig. And I have um, swallows on my feet. My sister and I have matching tattoos. She's my only sa- sister. So cute. So. How old were you when you got your first one? And was it the swallows? 19. It was the swallows, yeah. Um, and then <laughs> this, I think I was 23, and then this I got last year. Venus and Milo, one of my favorite episodes of all time. Yeah. And one of the first times ever I remember on the internet they were taking pieces of Simpsons clips and putting them on the internet. The one where he shakes up the pop rocks and throws it. (laughs) Yeah. That was one. I remember I couldn't, I was like, because you could pass it around. It made me so happy. Do you remember that? It was one of the best things in oh, the that's universe. that's great. Yeah. Al, do you have tattoos? I have no tattoos. Do you want one or you would not get one? Um, I don't think I want one. Yeah, I I love things a whole bunch, but I don't know. I'm scared. I'm a scared right. cat. I, I'm a scared cat too. I'm yeah. afraid. Who who knows what you'll like for the rest of your life? Starland vocal band. They suck. <laughs> oh my god! You t- tattooed all over your body. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why like the swallow tattoos for me were like a good first tattoo because I was me, me and my sister were doing it. So that's, if we yeah, ever I regretted agree. it, right. it'd be like we're, we're in this crime. together. If it's family, I feel like if it's yeah. family, sticking together is what falls too fast. Yeah, that's actually a quote that my sister and I say all the time. Like I hate it when the waffles stick together that's what you know that's a sign of good friendship she actually made a poster from that she's a really great artist and so she made that and gave it to me one year for christmas and that was the same year that i made her a felt portrait of millhouse oh and like, nice and a, so it was like a simpsons so much love christmas I love so cool. and yeah I, I put it in like an oval frame and then i wrote like dia de los millhouse on it amazing I yeah i think that's great and I like that you guys bonded over this show. I mean, my yeah. sisters are way older than I am, so we didn't really hang out. But my only memories are really us all watching The Simpsons together. Yeah, and, and so you know, mm-hmm. it was from the start. I mean, my dad, like, I remember him taking a bunch of episodes from season one and, like, putting it on a VHS tape, and it was sort of like this mixtape of all these episodes. What's the we, equivalent? I was just talking yeah. about that with my friend. What's the equivalent of that? Because that's how I watched a lot of The Simpsons also. Uh, my best friend, David Fernandez at the time, in the Bronx, uh, his brother, Daniel Fernandez. Man, if Danny Fernandez is listening to this right now, <laughs> the odds of that. Uh, he was, uh, by the way, David, person who got me into Weird Al, also the person who got me into Offspring when I was younger. Awesome. <laughs> and then got me into uh, Simpsons, which, which I always liked so much. But uh, Dan Fernandez, Danny Dan Dan, used to make these VHS tapes. And I think it was their cousin Lou also. Uh, uh and it's just collections of all the episodes, all their favorite episodes where they would wait and press record, you know, and everything like that. And then they pass them around. It'd be like this underground thing that I always got to watch right, all these right. cool things or all these whatever. And I don't know what the equivalent to it is now. I guess a YouTube video that's not as popular or... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess, I mean, that's the closest to like a Vine, literal probably. passing around. Yeah. No, or recommendations. It's not as intimate. I right? miss that. It's not as like uh, I miss mixtapes and mix CDs and oh, all the I Spotify love, playlists. I have. I made one. The second you can make mix, uh, mix CDs, I had like a thousand. Yeah. Oh yeah. With the cheesiest names on them, so I know exactly what like they what? are. A couple of years ago, I actually a lot of R and B mixes, so yeah. a lot of really cheesy titles. Give me yeah. one. Well, I mean, for college, there were. Uh, I don't remember. I think I named them after parties that we would have. I don't remember. <laughs> like themed parties? Like this is the no. pirates' dinner R&B mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mix. Me and my friends really dressed up. We did do something called... Uh, the this is dinner R&B mix. This is... By the way, there are, I'm R&B. sure there are a lot of R.I.P. Yeah. mixes. We did something called... Um, do you guys ever play Beirut in college? Yeah. Okay, so we yeah. did... Julia, you have not. Maybe. I don't know. So it's when it's, by the way, I'm not telling people to do this, but me and my friends in college did something called Triforce Beirut. So we had the, we had the, um, I'm remembering this because I would make mixes and we would listen to them while we're playing this. We would take three long tables, right? You're supposed to play Beirut with uh, one long table and you Mm -hmm. do like, you do like a triangle of cups filled with beer and you're supposed to throw a ping pong ball into the beer and drink it, right? Okay. That's how it goes with one long table. But it's not beer pong? 
No, because beer, there's no paddles. It's just throwing. Oh, okay. So you're trying to get it into the pong. things. It's, it's very pong. similar to beer pong, yeah. <laughs> People don't usually have the like the paddle element, oh, I don't okay. think. Yeah, gotcha, we, gotcha. we went to Union College. And so we, so it was three, <laughs> so we used three tables like that. We called it tri All my friends were nerds, by the way. Or not, we weren't nerds. We all had like-minded, just like us. We, yeah. were like, all, mm-hmm. we all loved the same stupid stuff. And we had every video game console. And we would go back and forth between Nintendo 64 and Dreamcast and Super Nintendo. <laughs> and so we would take all three. We would take three huge tables. called Triforce Beirut just because probably make the reference to Zelda. Right. And then... Um, we would have of a person at the end of each of the Triforces with all the cups, and you can go after each of the things. Mm-hmm. So those games would be a lot of alcohol and a lot of fun and take a long time. So I would make these huge mixes. And a lot of my friends didn't like um, R&B. Like rap and hip-hop they love, but I love R&B as well. Like really cheesy. Like I listen to like SWV or New Edition or like <laughs> really get into it. And like I would have to sneak them in there. But like... For some reason, the remix to Ignition was fine, but like, <laughs> but like the original, remix the original to Ignition, Ignition is t- always it's fine. incredible. Yeah. But like the original is very different. Yeah, and they is. were not as they were not as into that. But uh, so I make all these mixes all the time because I remember at the beginning it was so expensive to buy blank DVDs, and you had to find that one friend that bought the DVD thing that yeah. actually burnt mm-hmm. DVDs. Yeah. So it'd be so hard to get them. So like you can, only, I only had like two or three. But in the second, it was you know a dollar for a CD. Right. It was over. Game over. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, well, what I was saying is I, I tried... Summer Jammy couple, Jam. That's exactly... That's Summer Jammy Jam. Yes. A couple yes. years ago, I tried making like a, a mixed CD pen pal club. Like, <laughs> like good, great intentions. Great idea. Great intentions. Um, but like, great idea. Thank you. Um, uh, yeah, some people uh, participated. Thank them. Uh, it opened the floodgates for a lot of emails saying, hey, I haven't uh, received my CD from this person yet. Like, what's the deal? A lot of people just, you know, didn't, didn't follow through. So, I was tired of like being this weird customer service for like yeah. all these shitty flaky people. Um, but while it lasted, I think it lasted like a good year. It was so fun. Because, so cool. Yeah, just like, you know, we'd uh, pick a theme and everybody would be like, you know, randomly like paired up I and love it. you learn a lot. And I think making a mix CD for anybody is like a really intimate thing. Yeah, so, it takes time. Yeah. And also the order in which things come up and stuff That's like awesome. that. Yeah, yeah. It always makes me think of high fidelity. Just these right. Really it's, sure. it, was, it was fun while it lasted. Maybe I'll start it again. Uh, you playlist now. Yeah, that's true. Easier. You know, that that story kind of makes me think of uh, the answer to the question of what annoys us, what makes us mad or sad. And the answer, uh, if I could speak... get you real worked up. If I could speak on behalf of both of us, it's insincerity. Julia yeah. and I get along so well because we really like when people are earnest and, sure. and just very honest mm-hmm. with themselves and to others. And I think uh, we both have a tick when we could kind of tell that someone is, is putting on a show or... Right. And... Not people that are putting on a show because they're insecure and they're working something out. Like, I think we're understanding of that. But, like, people that are a little phony or, or just dialed in Yeah, too much. yeah. You see it a lot in, like, stand-up when people first start trying stand-up for the first time. They become very defensive. And so they take on, like, a very <laughs> yeah, like, really aggressive mean. persona. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and their whole thing is, like, I'm the asshole. That's my thing. And it's, like, <laughs> I put people no. down for fun. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, you have to have fun. You have to establish likability if you're going yeah. to be a performer. <laughs> or a human being. Yeah, we yeah. We were saying that there was like a time when all the movie stars were kind of assholes or had had uh, had been known for being assholes in like the 80s and 90s. And now like with like people like Will Ferrell or I mean like Pratt's the perfect example. But it, there's no there's no reason to be an asshole anymore. Also because there's so, there's so many more actors and like there's so right. many different ways of becoming... Uh, known in your uh, whatever profession but like the the days of like throwing phones in hotel rooms and trashing hotel rooms and going on set and going there 45 minutes late when you're it's not doesn't happen anymore right or by the way it's just because people you don't have I don't know why I I wonder what I wonder if there's a reason we can think of but like um, I wonder if accountability is just you know a little harder to escape it's not so much folklore you're actually watching people have meltdowns on YouTube and you're actually seeing people do it instead of just hearing about this cool thing right you know I feel like good people are getting to rise to the top now a little bit also yeah and it's inspiring this really cool Tumblr generation that I love like all the all the people that I see that are like you know coming up are so sweet and sincere like right. they just love they love e- equality which is right know, right everyone wants everyone to just have a good time and be really creative i love yeah. well another thing off of like the sincere thing and, and what can instantly win me over one of my favorite movies of all time is ed wood so if you instantly want to win julie over this is how you do it <laughs> okay be ed wood no um well 
Edward for me is like a really great example of somebody who just went for it and wanted to to like do his version of a good job and like didn't listen to you know all of the criticism. Wait, are you talking about Tim Burton or Ed Wood or Johnny? Talking about Ed Wood. Okay. The actual (laughs) the actual Ed Wood. (laughs) No, but like like Ed Wood as a character. This guy wanted to make a movie about Ed Wood and he did it. (laughs) No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim Burton really needs credit. Um, (laughs) And he was a positive guy, right? He was a positive guy. I mean, granted, he had his own demons, um, but he was a positive guy. And so you see like a, a trend of, and I'm not including Johnny Wiseau in this, uh, or Tommy Wiseau, sorry. Um, Johnny, because it's like weird. Johnny Wiseau is amazing. Hair. By the way, there's a Point Break remake to be had with Tommy Wiseau and John and Johnny, his fake brother Johnny Wiseau. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, but like the trend of uh, directors who like make movies written, directed, starring themselves and just want to make it happen yeah. and kind of like, you know, damn it all. Like, let's just make this thing a thing. That's, and I think that's really charming. That's what Josh Weinstein was saying. Good way to bring it Ooh, back. Bring it back. Thank you. Whoa. Yeah, Yeah, he was saying, you know, uh, we got the notes all the time, but eventually we just wanted to make this a show for ourselves. And that's always the art that produces the best content. When people ask me, although I'm going to say two things. One might be contradictory to the first thing. but um, So I write movies for places like Universal and Paramount and stuff like that. And uh, people ask, writers will be like, oh, so uh, I want to get into writing. What should I do? And the most most given thing is like write... um, I'll give you my advice. My advice is to write. Just write. Create. There's no reason not to be creating. If you want to be a writer, why are you not writing? Keep writing. If you want to write sketches, write sketches. And they're they're not going to be good at the beginning. You're going to fail so often, but you're going to get better. (laughs) And then when you get better, if you want to start writing screenplays, write, write a screenplay. Try you know, buy, save the cat just so you see what the outline is, learn what the structure is and do it, do it. But I remember one of the things that always bothered me a little bit, and maybe you guys have different feelings, is like, I remember um, in between, like, oh, what do you want to write next? And someone will be like, oh, write that movie you always, like your movie that you always wanted to write. What's the thing that like is inside? I always hate when people are like, the thing inside of you, write what's inside of you. Right. I think that's kind of bullshit for me at least, because it'll be like, Ali, give me a word, name any word. Uh, chicken. Chicken, great. I can write a movie about a farm right now. Do you want, let's do it. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. It's great. I can try to find things in that that, re- that are relevant to me and characters that make me feel things. You know what I mean? But I always feel weird when pe- I think it's a lot of pressure. So don't when people are like, write whatever's inside right. of you, don't feel like, oh my God, I got to find that deep thing that's in here. Right. Like, or like if something terrible happened to your life or something extraordinary happened, it doesn't have to be about yeah. that. And it I, makes it seem like you only have one shot. It's like, by the right, way, how right. much pressure and how insane. You can have a million passion projects. Yeah, you know? and, and it's it just like it could everything be should fun. be a passion project. Yes, something should be fun. Something yeah. something that you find fun to write about. Something that that you won't be bored about opening up your computer to every day. And by the way, if you're writing a screenplay, it will get boring and so <laughs> stupid and terrible, and you're gonna hate it. But um, yeah, I always, I always, because nobody ever told me that coming up. When every, because everybody. Like your manager or your agent will always be like, write that one that's inside you. Uh, that like, and I, I was like, that's not, yeah, it could be anything. Yeah, and that's advice from somebody that doesn't do it. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right. It's yeah. like, it could be anything. Find something that makes you laugh. Find something that you want to write. Right. You just want to write and stuff like that. Well, just, just like this yeah. show, I feel like, or like I ever, like Arrested Development or oh, yeah. The Office, UK Office or Larry Sanders, I feel like was written for me. I was like, oh my God, this right. is what right. I love. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Space, I watched Space and I was oh, like, yeah. this is insane. Exactly. It's yeah. like, this is insane exactly. that this is exists mm-hmm. yeah because right I stuff mean, like that that you feel touch you the way those things touch you totally and shows like space and the simpsons and all these things you're listing are things that kind of broke the mold like they did something that was unheard of like writing a, a making a cartoon about a family that had real emotions is not something that was done yet and that's why right. it's good because they didn't say well yeah. let's just make it a you know let's make it just funny or right. like make it a, a sitcom you know well you're talking about like just the act of getting it out so you that you can get better i find that i don't know if you're um like familiar with Channel 101 or go to it yeah, sure. whatever. Yeah, yeah. I love doing Channel 101 shows because it's a perfect example of what yeah. people should be doing. Yeah, yeah, because it, it sort of gets the idea out instead and of And it goes against to... what you do. It goes perfectly with what you just said of like, go mm-hmm. out and make it. And these people are directing yeah. actor writing. Go out and make it. I remember Tom Hanks did a podcast. It might have been Nerdist that he said this thing where it's like, we're in a weird time right now where it's not enough if you're a good actor or something like that, it's not enough just to, you know, like go on auditions and stuff. You have, everybody else is creating content. 
you have to create content. You right. have to be able to show people in a way that you're you can do this. Or mm -hmm. there's no reason for you not to be creating content, which I agree. If it's it much sucks, easier than nobody's gonna see it. Yeah, yeah. It's so much easier. I was I've been going to Channel One One Hundred One for like five or six years, and it took me about three years before I mustered the courage to make of one. Of course, because A, I was intimidated by them because they're very talented, and B, I didn't really know who to turn to. But there are people out there like I just shot one a couple weeks ago, and you know I had a great DP, I have a great editor, I have yeah. great actors, and they all are doing it for free because they believe in it and they just want to make stuff you also get a community which is amazing so yes, for me my community absolutely. was upright citizens brigade mm -hmm. but like go in new york i get that question a lot also like how do you start um everybody's path is different all three of us have totally different paths yeah. i'm mm -hmm. assuming and also how we started but um uh to find something that you love like i loved watching them do long form improv and i connected with ucb a lot mm -hmm. so i was like I'm, i just immersed myself i got saturated in that world all i did was that 24 7 so if you find something or if you find a class or if you find someone that a good way is like if you see a performer that you really like and you know they're going to teach at that school take classes with that yeah. person i love billy Merritt when i, I started mm -hmm. watching billy Merritt's an improviser at ucb at the beginning, I saw him and I was like, oh my God, he is so funny. And I want, Ian Roberts made me laugh. And then Mike Delaney and all these guys, I really wanted to take all their classes. Right. Um, but I got so addicted so quick. Mm -hmm. And I had so little money. <laughs> it was like, but, I know because those classes are so expensive. Oh my God, I, I was interning for free classes and <laughs> right? bartending at UCB for extra yeah. money. I was doing everything. I was a yeah. page at Letterman. But um, uh, yeah, there, find things that you, you're attracted to if it's stand-up or improv and get yourself surrounded in that community. 101 is a perfect community mm -hmm, for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do 101 and, and stand-up. I've been doing stand-up since college and just like that was... I, I don't have any friends from college because I had one foot out the door doing stand-up. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so I, but I make like friends in college. Friends. Don't listen to that part. Uh, okay, my, all my comedian <laughs> like, friends were like my college friends. Okay, all right. <laughs> I also transferred, so I was like, nobody cared. Where do you go I to was. school? I went to Chapman University. Yeah, and then mm -hmm. where else? Uh, well, before that, I went to uh, California College of the Arts in San Francisco. Very cool. Yeah. So. Thanks. Where'd you go, Allie? I'm a dropout. From where? <laughs> Cal State Long Beach. Cal State Long Beach. Are you from here? I'm from here. Both of you guys are from here? Yeah, I'm yeah. from North Hollywood. And you didn't know each other till when? A couple uh, years ago. Yeah, last year. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. It Isn't happens. Fun? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love finding people from LA or LA There's a certain area. There's a certain vibe. You guys yeah. have such a different vibe than a lot of the different LA people. Interesting. Yeah. People, I mean, I don't know if you get it a lot, but I, I get, uh, you're probably from the East Coast. That's, that's what I, I get. I get that sometimes. I yeah. can see you guys being from the East Coast. Yeah. yeah. I take it as a compliment. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'll Hell take yeah. anything well, as a compliment. We're not beach babes, <laughs> so I think. <laughs> Thank yeah, you for right. bringing back the term beach babes, by the way. Oh, I thought that that got buried. I wasn't sure if anyone heard me talking. Am I <laughs> no, talking? it'll be on there. This is recorded for eternity. Uh, beach I, babes. Can we? Do you guys name the episodes? This will be beach babes. Great. <laughs> can you make this beach babes? We, yeah, yeah. Beach we can babes, name it. We can name it. If you don't mind. And then no, this would be the great reveal at the end of the podcast. And <laughs> yeah, people will like, be able to hear. When are they going to say it? Why? Yeah, it's like, why do they call it? Oh. oh I get it. Yeah, uh, well, hey, Ben, thank you very much for being on the Hey, video. Allie, of course. Hey, Julia. I want to say hey, thank you as well. Go ahead, get in there. <laughs> hey, Bob, thanks for being on the podcast. Sure, Julia. This is so um, lovely. Where can people find all of your stuff online? Where can they follow Ooh, you? Ooh, you can go to AOL.com. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> www.metacrawler.com. Sorry, sorry, uh, you, you can go to rejectedjokes.com. Which my is where you could see some of the stuff from the live stream. That you oh, yeah, you should see the live. Well. This is the perfect place to plug that live stream. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Matt Selman and I, who is an executive producer on The Simpsons, created this live stream and it went for six eight hours and we watched a bunch of episodes and you will get behind the scenes stuff that you never knew you'll get to hear what Bart's real name was at the beginning this is a perfect plug for what this is mm -hmm. um, I wish I knew the exact address but go to my website you will 100% find it if you go older Very posts easy to find. and also if you just go on YouTube put yeah. in put in Ben Schwartz Simpsons and it should come up yeah, come up. yeah. Um, and then Twitter handles rejected jokes great thank you so much thank you guys good thank to see you. you look at all this great stuff please cool personalized plates Barclay Barry Bert, Bort, oh, come on, Bort? Mommy, Bobby, buy me a license plate. No, come along, Bort. Are you talking to me? No, my son is also named Bort. So that was our great episode with Ben Schwartz talking about Itchy and Scratchy Land. What a treat. Yeah, that was a real treat. Um, so we asked across the queue this week, uh, what's your favorite Itchy and Scratchy moment? And you guys responded with um, some of your favorites on Facebook and Twitter. I wanted to read a couple. Uh, a lot of people said the Porch Pals. Porch Pals got a lot, yeah. Yeah. Lemonade, M More lemons. Yes, please. <laughs> and that was, of course, um, you know, after Marge kind of campaigned against Itchy and Scratchy to make the violence 
not happen anymore. I can't wait until someone finally picks that episode. It's such a good one. Yeah, it is so good. Uh, Another person, uh, Joshua Dominguez, said uh, Sunday Bloody Sunday, and that's, of course, S-U-N-D-A-E. And the smoking commercial one is his favorite. Uh, We get a couple people talking about segments from this episode. Of course, there are lots of itchy and scratchy moments in this. Uh, Alexander M. Sarabia says their take on Disney's Fantasia. While I was watching this, I was really like struck by how gruesome it is when he's like pulverizing uh (laughs) you know you could see the outline of it and it makes it even more gruesome i think because it is something that we already know and love mickey mouse yeah so it's very cool and edgy for them to do that yeah uh warren arnold on our facebook account said space needle in the eye space (laughs) needle in the eye oh very gruesome uh friend of the show andrew polk um just posted a a photo of the abstract uh itchy and scratchy episode which is really really great nick ross did that too uh worker it's worker and parasite i think is what it was oh great uh (laughs) which i think is great i uh i really like from adam knight at big boss fan on twitter uh the newspaper headline you need a heart to live (laughs) i love that (laughs) yeah it's so good sean rice on twitter wrote uh radio bart when itchy shoots scratchy's ghost head off or the robots in itchy and scratchy land a lot of people like the robots in itchy and scratchy land i mean that itself is such a funny bit in this episode because you know uh professor fink of course comes out and says like well they've been designed to uh just murder each other and not (laughs) humans and then of course that goes terribly awry which is exactly Jurassic Park. You know, we yes. get all this stuff. And mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's, it's such a perfect infusion of, of both Jurassic Park and Disneyland stuff. Uh, oh, I didn't get to mention this on the episode itself, but my, one of my favorite jokes, and this isn't Itchy and Scratchy related specifically, but um, at the end of the episode, they check into Euro Itchy and Scratchy Land, and it's a ghost town, which <laughs> if you know anything about Euro Disney uh, in Paris, it's I've heard a ghost town <laughs> most of the time <laughs> because, uh, you know... French people don't care much for poor imitations of their real castles. <laughs> but uh, he says a really funny line at that moment in the episode when he's like, Hello, you, you're always in scratchy land. Uh, come on, my last paycheck bounced, which is so hilarious. My oh, kids need wine. I, lo- I love this one. Um, I hadn't thought about it, but it's from Patrick at Ruriani1029. Oh, yeah. Um, The Itchy and Scratchy movie, when Homer asks Bart which one is itchy, hashtag dad moment. Oh, there's so many great dad moments. It is. It is. Yeah. Because then we see them in, you know, this flash forward of them being Mm. older because the whole episode revolves around Homer telling him that he can't see the movie, which I'm sure, you know, as children, we can all relate to some degree whether or not you were allowed to watch The Simpsons whether or not you were allowed to watch South Park or any shows. Or you were grounded, which or is you what were grounded. Yeah, to Bart. Right, right. terrifying. Yeah, but then to finally have that moment, I thought was really tender. And, and I love yeah. any time that the show shows them and, <laughs> and what they believe they will look like when they're older. So, yeah. Uh, those are some great, great moments. Yeah. Um, thanks so much for responding to our crusty cues. We love reading them. And um, please uh, reach out to us on Twitter, reach out to us on Facebook, um, email us at um, everything's coming up podcast at gmail.com. We really love hearing from you guys. Yeah. And make sure to rate and review on iTunes so more people can see the show. Yeah. We're going to have a special giveaway um, coming up of, um, you know, people that want to give us ratings and reviews. So um, stay tuned for that. More details later. And we will see you next week. All right. Bye.